What up, you butt stuff guys? Just uh, back with the pot DT, getting ready to, uh, I don't know, fiddle around with ourselves. But we got our big, big, big balls, John West, hitting us uh, hard in the face. And then we've got AJ. AJ, what's happening today? I'm just chilling, uh, Teo. I, there's uh, just chilling down in the Otter Den, and there's something a little fishy uh smell going on in the air and it is you'd say maybe that's typical in the outer den and it is you know so today we are gonna dive into my love of fish so we're gonna go into a very deep i'm gonna start playing a 27 minute tweezer from 1997 no i'm just joking sorry kurt, <laughs> kurt i you and i can do that on our own time but uh we have a very special guest with us Coming all the way from Germany, Mr. Broncofish himself. Broncofish, Rudolph, thanks for joining Hi. us, man. How's yeah. it going? Uh, I came all the way. You came, all the way to British all... Columbia. <laughs> yeah, they, they let you in. <laughs> Surprising. COVID times. But you're yeah. a celebrity. Yeah, well, they, so they, they don't. Well, he's bringing credible trades and skills to the nation. Exactly. It's called, yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm essential. Essential worker. That's also heresy. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, yeah, we're we've uh, we brought you on for the whole episode, so uh, we're going to talk some hobby, what's been going on lately with you and us, and what, uh, and then we're going to dive into uh, all of the wonderful work that you've been doing for the community here, and all of uh, these awesome little add-ons and three uh, D printed. Um, pieces of train for at so i'm i'm really excited to hear more about it um but yeah let's uh without further ado let's break it out into a hobby talk section be back our tutor who art in nottingham duncan be thy name our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting, as we forgive those who bring unpainted armies. Lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, Null Noil. And welcome back for some hobby talk. So I'm going to kick this one off. Um, I've actually I got some stuff done, boys, after uh, our, li- our little last chat and uh, lack of hobby progress. I actually, you know, had a little bit of fire in the in the belly. And finally, after sitting, having my new glass shelves sitting on the floor for like a month, I finally went, I think it took me three different hardware store visits to get the all the right little clamps to add the additional shelves to my glass cabinets but got those in there got everything more spread out and man like what a difference adding it's great eh yeah isn't it like the best so i i've got three of the ikea little glass towers um display cases and then added two shelves to each one and just the yeah the difference especially for my mechanicum where like you know i had like a million thralls and like all of my thalax and all of my myrmidons it just looks like so clustered yeah Yeah. and you really don't see like when it is that packed you it 
you don't see anything it. specific exactly so now it's like exactly. a little bit more spread out and i still need more shelves. i thought i was like oh six more shelves like this will give me you know more space for stuff and like no not really <laughs> like i still need to go and get two more glass cases yeah, i got but... five split between my two cases right so but i kind and i kind of feel like mine's sort of like they're kind of where they should be. Like I kind of, I feel like any more than that would be too much, but any less would be too little. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think like obviously it depends on what you're doing. Like you've got so yes. many more nights, nights and stuff like that yeah. that are taking up way more vertical real estate than mine. So, Teo, I don't but... want to see your cat butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while doing that. Um, especially working on reworking the Mechanicum on the shelves. I was like, God damn it. I got to, I really got to bust back into painting some of the Mechanicum. So I finally, like you guys won't be able to see it too much, but I finally started working back on this Magos. So I didn't get too far on him. Like basically just started to paint yeah, I don't the have base. picture for you from you. Send a picture. I'll send a picture. Yeah, it's, my light's really bad in here right now. I'm missing a light bulb. I also can't can't see you on the video for some reason. Okay. So okay, um, and, I, and I need it version. So anyway, I I like last weekend I had a little um, Zoom call with my brother Alex. He's been working on Imperial Fist, and he's got himself an airbrush. He's like built himself this wicked little airbrush booth that's got the exhaust out to his his back window and stuff like that. But he's been really struggling trying to find the right shade of yellow to work with. So we had a little Zoom call where I was trying to help him out with different, uh, you know, paint mixtures and stuff like that. He doesn't have an airbrush? He does have one. He's just getting used oh, to okay. it. And he's still like, you know, he's just getting back. He's gotten back into the hobby over the last you know, two years, but really started to get into the painting side, I would say in the last, like, I don't know, six months of just trying to mess uh, around okay. with the airbrush and things like that. So anyway, through doing that, I was like, okay, I'll start working on, uh, on the Magos again. And so I get, I actually sit down and like did a little pre-work, did some of the silvers, painted the, the base, and then did my first, um, step of wash on the metallics and then i sit down go through all of those steps right then i sit down the next day to start painting with my brother over the zoom call and i realize that i've gone through all of those steps and totally forgot that i missed the final step of sculpting this this guy and missed one of his hands so i'm like on the call with my brother and i just like in the middle of it i'm like motherfucker and it was, it was more just pissed of like how did you go that many steps aj without seeing that you're missing like a whole arm on this fucking guy so i had to like stop and did like a little green green uh step sculpting and but what i did john i took um the magos arm from the gw like stock standard plastic magos with his little pointy yeah. hand and he's holding his little cane with the skull top so i the chopped i chopped off the bottom of the cane left the skull and then i made with my tentacle maker made a couple like tentacles rolling off of it and what and i thought like hey i remembered i got these little cyber like these little servo skull dudes they're black so you guys won't be able to see them but they're just are they like, from like the uh... 
They're from. Where, 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 um, where are they from? They are from Cromlech. And. Oh, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, I got them to use as cyber oculuses or ocularis, the little. Ocularis, yep guys that you can buy for the mega so my idea with this is like he's kind of holding one and about to set one loose on the battlefield to go sculpt skulk out stuff for him so i decided yeah i'll paint three of these guys up it's the all i have left of my 25 mil um resin bases so i'm gonna paint those like three dudes up while i'm painting the magos but that's pretty much all that i've been working on uh work has been... i look forward to seeing it this is the one that's uh uh has all the it's like tall and it has all the like tentacles and stuff yeah, and so i use bits the one that i use bits from like the necron tail uh that's from like the right the wraith. yeah the wraith yeah, okay. i used like a whole bunch of bits from um arms from the um the skill axe models i've used you know some of the tubing from like myrmidons i used a fantasy model for the actual like cloak uh a, a thrall body for his body like bits and pieces awesome. off the, the gw um mechanica yeah. or magos like it's bits and pieces it's probably the most converted model that i've ever done i feel kind of like an orc player right now <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm pretty stoked to uh to get into this and i'm i'm hoping to do a little bit of painting on start painting on the cloak uh and i want to want to try to flex my muscle on my painting skills on this one a little bit because he's definitely just with his height he's gonna stand out and uh on the table i think for sure so Put a what bit are you gonna run jazz. him with? I can't remember because I thought he was for the skill axe. I think, and you it, said no. He's actually gonna he, go with something something else. He's gonna be my um, Lacrimatus, the thrall. Oh, okay, dude. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, hopefully, this won't inspire me to paint more thralls. Come on, AJ. Don't <laughs> give in. To Seventy lies. <laughs> hundred thralls minimum. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna paint a uh, hundred thralls. No, does yeah. Tim have like million? I think eight hundred million. I think he's got like at least a hundred. I know that he's run lifts with a hundred. I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone crazy and gone to like one forty at this point. But yeah, I need to bring myself to paint my other ten, and I only have twenty painted. I just can't. I can't help myself from paint just going overboard with them, and I don't. I don't need more thralls in my life right now. If I do, I need to get the little push general cane to just fucking throw them up the board. That's the worst part of it. Just, just like set it up one night. Just take a bunch of Ativan and just like plug them, fuck them out. (laughs) (laughs) Find Vinny's hookup and yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. I should just start digging around underneath, like you know. He's probably left a little vial of something Uh around here, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but that—that's it for me. Teo, what, what's been going on with you? Well, uh, I've tried to do some hobbying, but I can't concentrate because I'm 90% sure I need to get glasses. Oh, really? Okay. So, like, I can't really look at a computer or read or focus, like, something really close to my face, like painting, for more than an hour without feeling very strained. I'm getting yeah, a headache. That sounds like you need glasses, sir. Yeah, that sounds like I need glasses. <laughs> you so can... it's been a, a little difficult to try to get motivated to paint or do hobby. Yeah, I can understand that. But like, then you could get, then you can be like 
you know, we we've seen the what a brushed up stylish version of Teo looks. Oh, like. it's gonna get Adding real sexy to that. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, the sexy librarian version of Teo. But then, yeah, you're gonna get you, you could get some like painting specific ones like I've done, and like oh. you can get some of those big granny big big bird kind of. Oh shit! You should get oh, some. Can I get the glasses. ones that have like the sunglasses that go over them to look like the old little Chinese ladies that walk down with the big hats? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like cool. a square. Yeah, <laughs> like squared ones. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would highly suggest that because uh, I got glasses in the last couple of years and got specifically like some painting glasses and it's done. When I actually remember to put them on before starting to paint, it it is like, oh, wow, you can I can actually see these highlight lines. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's quite a difference for me. It's As, funny because I like grew up and I always thought my vision was really bad because I have sort of blurry long range vision. But when I started really painting, I feel I was like, well, I actually have really good close range, close range vision, so I feel lucky because, like, I think I would rather have like bad long range vision than close range vision. To be completely honest, being a painter. Yeah, but you're still <laughs> such a young pup, John. That's fair. How old are you, Tao? Uh, I'll be 35 this year. Oh. Okay, so you're five. <laughs> yeah. So uh, most of my hobby progress has been um, helping a friend uh, move his game store. Oh yeah. Which and uh, Drop Zone's moving in, t- in town is moving to a different location. Oh damn, that's like historic. Yeah, to, it's actually to a larger location that is actually going to have private gaming rooms. Oh, ooh, so they're going to be ha- so they're going to be able to have COVID friendly gaming. Cool, nice. That's awesome. So we can get Teo. You can get like tips because you can basically be like a, you put a little stripper pole in one of the one of the gaming rooms. You know. Oh, you know it. Just like. Get some money. So there's a there's a bunch of stuff in there, but uh, yeah, that's why I'll talk to you later there, Bronco baby, about some ideas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, I've just been practicing some uh, tasty blues licks on guitar and uh, blast beats on drums. All right, that's about it. John, you're literally <laughs> like fiercely at it right now. So you you've been busy the past couple weeks. Yeah, I'm literally in the middle of I've I've now established because I've been doing so much uh, backlog stuff that it's time to kind of get some work on Titanica. So I'm actually right now just painting scratches onto my second Warhound. I just finished the first. Do you have anyone to thank for those scratches? Uh, mostly Brennan and probably Bronco fish because, because <laughs> Brennan keeps putting up pictures of highly detailed models and then it makes me feel like, all right, well, I need to go step my game up and uh Bronco fish who, whose style I'm ostensibly trying to, uh, copy. So <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I think I, it's definitely your guys fault. So, um, yeah, but I've been fairly busy. So since we last talked, I think I think last time I came on, we we had the episode. I had just sort of finished those skill acts. Yeah. So since then, um, I basically just decided on a whim because I had these thalax that were mostly like all the airbrushing was done on them, and I just kind of got some gumption one night, literally at like two or or one. In the, I think it was midnight. I went to like three in the morning, but I just started working on them. So, and then I ended up finishing them up. Um, and they're like kind of like a newer scheme. And because I have like way more experience with the airbrush 
they look a lot better because like the fading on the white is a lot better because it actually transitions from brown to white pretty like more aggressively. Okay. So I'm pretty happy with them. I also just added more white to the arms and stuff like that to make them sort of like stand out a little bit more, look a little bit less like drab metallic like the other ones are. Um, change the, the symbols on the shoulders with the uh, decals to kind of right. make them look a little more cool, I think. And then I also did the uh, visors because I didn't really like the red visor. I wanted them to look a little more sinister and like kind of kind of creepy. I like the black visor, the sort of like oily black visor, like you know, just kind of it it's kind of creeps me out a little bit when you see those ones. So I was like, well, I kind of want to do that. So yeah, they're finished up. Really happy with them, actually. Like they look way better than my old ones. Um, and then after that, I got the gumption. I realized, okay, I've got four Myrmidons left and a uh, brass scorpion to do the oils on. And because I had finished the skill axe and the, th the Thalax, like, kind of, kind of, like, wasn't initially planning to do this before I was done my weathering, I was like, okay, well, if I get this done, then I can take, like, a big army-wide shot. So I basically cranked out the rest of the... Uh, Oils, thank fucking God, because I was so tired of doing oil dot filters on mechanical models, I have to tell you. <laughs> it was definitely getting tired of it. So, set it all up. It's about 9,700 points of Mechanicum painted now. Uh, fully, fully done. I mean, so the Scorpion needs a little tiny bit of work still. And this is just in the, in the interest of being honest. And then the uh, the back panels on my Porphyrion also need to still have the oils applied to them. I just literally noticed that yesterday because I uh, hadn't hadn't done the decals yet. So, um, You've but yeah, way so surpassed me in terms of points. I was I'm at like seven thousand for my Mechana. Yeah, yeah, but he's got a lot of knights. Yeah, big you've shit. got a lot of big shit for sure. But yeah. So, yeah, it was. It's funny. I kind of had thought. You, I, I, I had assumed that our armies were about the same. But you have a bunch of stuff that's like almost done, like the Ordinatus and stuff like yeah, that, even, right? Like even all that is is less than nine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I do have like a ton of big models now, so it it feels like I'm cheating a little bit. But yeah, the thing is, is like I'm kind of envious of your Mechanicum because you have like the it the you have like less of the like uh showpiece exciting fun models and you have more of the actual like stuff you have lots need. of troops you have like the stuff you actually need you have like more robots than me overall and like stuff like that so i think that's kind of part of where i'm gonna start heading with my mechanicum because i also have like some stuff that's still not painted i definitely have i think for fourth alex i still need to do I think you need um, to least... do some some vorax man i want to see yeah. you do some vorax yeah I am planning to do those uh, in the future, but they're on the list for Cybernetica. The thing that I, the things that I want to do before them, I want to get another Voltrax. I want to get a uh, Laz Cannon Thanatar. Yeah. And I have one more Castleax on the way as well. So I'd like to get that stuff done, and then I will probably move on to some racks down the line because they are really cool. And they'd, they'd be really fun to play, I think, in things like ZM. They're, they're just awesome looking. For sure. Um, and then we can play yeah. a 10,000-point game against the Orcs. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> oh, man. Just imagine that fucking Ordinatus just trying to kill like as many boys as possible before it gets blown up by there stuff. Is over 350 infantry oh, oh right now. God. 
That's, that would be so hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's done. I've, I gotta be honest, that is like a huge weight off my shoulders to finally have that done because now I feel like I can focus on other projects. There's still like stuff I need to paint for my Mechanicum, but it's fine. I'm not, I'm not feeling now like I have a huge backlog and I'll get to that stuff when I feel like it. So, um, but then, yeah, so the next thing, this was a pretty big, big one. So over the last couple, I think it's been about a week now, uh, Brennan BB miniatures, Brennan Baker from the Spire, he's been painting up this, uh, gorgeous, um, white scars falchion and in true Brennan fashion, it's extremely detailed. It's extremely weathered. It's extremely like he has a cool story for it and everything. Like I love his story for it. It's literally like a, it's a falchion that was basically stolen from the sons of Horus and has been sort of like kept running by the white scars who stole it, repainted hastily. It has like camo netting over it and stuff. And it basically is like an ambush. It's like an ambush predator. Um, and seeing that, I looked over at my falchion. This is how this started. So I looked at my falchion, and I was like, well, there's aspects of my falchion I'm happy with, but there are aspects of my falchion I've never been happy with. One of the things, and the main thing, to be completely honest, was I had these, uh, what are those, what's that, those, what are those metal things called that you, you, you can use in place of transfers, like the metal... Uh, oh, the... Um... Uh, uh, metal etched, 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 etched brass. Yeah. yeah, brass, brass etching. Yeah. So I had the brass etching on it because that thing, that falchion, I bought that thing five years ago, and I basically like did a horrible paint job on half <laughs> of it. I didn't know how to paint big open panels because I just That's... threw wash over it, and then it just sat there in this like ugly fucking like lime green shit color for like. Isn't that the the dollar store paint that you used on it too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, and, and also, oh man, like, shitty fucking like, it had these shitty fucking um, at brass etching eyes of Horus on it, and I didn't really apply them very well, so they just looked chunky and shitty, and never liked it. So. I was looking at it and I was like, you know what? I bet you I could easily enough transplant those off, repaint the green in that spot, and then um, apply transfers in, in place of them. And you know what happens? I got the damn things off. I sanded it down to get it smooth. I started doing the green, realized that the green was not really going to match started looking at the entire falchion and was just like, you know what? I just want this thing to look better. So I just started working on it. I didn't really have a plan. I just decided, okay, I'm going to brighten up the greens. Eventually it just turned into like, I'm basically going to repaint this entire model. Uh, aside from the black that I had already repainted. And aside from like the, the main gun, which I had already repainted, I retouched every single aspect of the model and I redid all the metallics on it. And then about, I don't know, probably about 12 hours. Well, it was about six hours one night, and then it was about six hours the other day. And I basically went through the heavy process of putting scratches on it, chips on it, uh, applying weathering powder, redoing all the metallics, redoing all the green, uh, doing a bunch of edge highlighting on it, and then going crazy and spending two hours with the weathering pencils 
and putting gr- streaks of grime down every single fucking surface on the entire thing. I pin washed the whole damn thing because it wasn't pin washed before. And then I even highlighted each individual bolt. I highlighted it with, with a like lighter green to make it pop. <laughs> Sprayed it down like fucking... I, th- I think I ended up putting three coats of varnish on the damn thing. Um, and so I ostensibly have decided that through going to this... another falchion. <laughs> because this falchion it's like yeah yeah totally i wish i wish that that was like the gumption but because i'm, I'm very happy with the way that this thing looks now um I, and i've I, here's the thing i've had my mechanicum for now like three years and i always look at them in the case and my mechanicum i'm really happy with they're kind of like a showpiece army but i always look over at my sons of horus and it's just like there are certain things i'm really happy with but there are certain models that are just kind of like they just don't look great. They're not to the same degree of what I can currently paint like. So I've decided that with doing the falchion, that I'm going to basically update all of my Sons of Horus <clears throat> in a similar way to what I kind of did with my Mechanicum. But it's going to be a little more extensive in one way and a little less extensive in another. So for everything I've decided, even the older models that kind of look like crap, I'm going to very least apply weathering, uh, like a dark rust weathering powder to them because I just like the way that that looks. Um, and maybe maybe apply some basic maybe some basic chipping, probably not even go that far. But with all the models that I actually like that are some somewhat well painted, and are like models that I would like to see looking nicer. A lot of my newer Just Aaron colored stuff. I am now going to go and apply painting paint chipping effects on all of them, and apply weathering and apply weathering pencils and all that kind of stuff. Um, in order to make it like less of a daunting task, I'm just going to do it as I feel like doing it. It's going to be model by model, but basically I have a new standard for how I want my sons of Horus to look. And it's a much, much, much more worn, uh, dirty look like my Mechanicum. And I've just kind of decided that that's my paint style. Now I think is the more heavily worn, um, realistic looking sort of, um, scratch dinged up stuff because i just generally like the way that it looks more so when i finished the falchion i started looking over at my sakarans and aj you know this right like i have that one sakaran that i've had since you met me right yeah and then i got the second one and i painted it and i got them turned them into punishers or whatever and I know, i'm not sure if you i think you saw them in person right yeah, but yeah. yeah the one looked a lot different than the other because it, it was yeah. painted with a different well, you had like so, another couple years of airbrushing under your belt by the exactly. time you you painted the second one, right? Exactly. You, you so, would hope there would be improvement. <laughs> the first one, and I've never been happy with it because it was a very half-assed paint job. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to repaint this to match the new one, and I'm going to update it to be like my falchion. I basically ended up repainting both of them. So they're to that same level now. They've got scratches, chipping... Um, all that kind of stuff, all the weathering, all that kind of shit. Super stoked with them. Uh, I still have the sponsons to do on them, but other than that, they're basically like, they're basically done. The bodies are done. I painted a Sakaran Arcus turret as well, so now I have two Punishers, an Arcus, uh, and a regular uh, turret that are painted, and then I have another Arcus turret that's actually not built that I should paint. Um... So yeah, they're done. What else did I do? 
Um, I, I had no idea that you painted, like, basically repainted the Valshan. I thought you were just doing touch-ups and weathering, but that's that's full-on, man. Way to go. So it's not like I, I didn't touch every aspect of it because there's certain, there's certain areas I didn't want to cover up. But, yeah, it's basically redone. Like, uh, I, I covered over an, a number of the uh, decals and stuff like that. But I think when you see it in person, you will be impressed because it definitely looks a lot more impressive than it used to. Like, it looks like it way. It looks like it has weight, weight to it now, and it looks like it's made of metal. Um, yeah. Well, just looking at this this falchion that you're talking about that Brennan's been doing, like, holy shit! It's this is yet again. It's like any time I look at his stuff, I'm just like, eh. I could stop painting now. <laughs> oh, every freaking single goddamn time. Oh, but yeah. But like me and John were talking about earlier, it's just like it really comes down to like time. Like yeah. some people don't have a hundred hours to invest into a single model. Or they just yeah, or you just don't want like like the thing for me is like I have so much stuff to paint, but also like I, I like I I know my painting is never going to be as good as Brennan's, but as long as my stuff looks like good enough where I'm like, Hey, this still looks awesome. Like, Dude, like your stuff looks fantastic. And I think just oh, that, yeah. that you have the diligence to go back to it as well. Like, you know, you, you've already said that those models were kind of done, you know, before, and now you're, you've gone back and, you know, first it started off as just weathering bits of the Mechanicum. And then it, you know, just eventually you've slowly gone through, the whole process of doing it. I don't think a lot of people would have that kind of devotion to go back and spend that amount of time. Like basically painting an army again. Do I, you know, do I just want to buy new models and paint those and have them replace the old ones? Or do I want to take the old ones that I actually likes and just kind of redo them? And to me, it's just sort of, it's just sort of worked out that like when I'm looking at my, my case, I would rather have like fewer and better looking models than have like, I keep adding more stuff, but there's like these certain ones that just don't, don't really have the justice done to them. And with something like a Sakaran, right? Like, that's like a that's a fucking it's a two hundred dollar model like like there's no reason why I can't go back and make that Sakaran look good. There's nothing wrong with the body of it or anything. So that's kind of where I was at. But I'm I'm really excited for this because I think that the the the, the weathering I think is going to look really 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 good on my uh, Just Aaron first company stuff. And I think that the rust, particularly on the black, I think is going to do a lot to make the models pop and give them more of a it gives them more of like a highlight in in the recesses and stuff. It just you can see more of the model. I like it on the green as well because of that because it gives like this contrast. Right. Um, I've seen that with Alpha Legion a lot. Some of my favorite Alpha Legion are actually weathered very, very, very heavily with rust, oh, and right. I think it okay. just looks terrific. It just looks terrific. Like the the greeny sort of sea green or like the sort of blue green of the alpha legion the sons of horus when you pair it off with a nice bright orange it just looks fucking awesome i think um the other thing that i decided when i was doing this is that i'm going to dunk my spartan in uh green stuff uh simple green and i'm going to strip the entire thing and redo it oh yeah okay just air and colors with the airbrush and everything. So yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, so I, I, but the other thing, I guess I got, um, a, another box of that Titanicus terrain, the manufactorum, uh, Imperialis oh, okay. or whatever. 
So I think that with that, my table is going to be looking pretty good. Um, I'm going to try to make the effort over the next uh, few months here to start working on my terrain again and get it more to an actual like presentable tabletop level. Um, get a full table going here. I still just have the COVID image of in my head of you like with the table outside on the driveway and like you're in the short shorts and the trike tank top and it's like with a tear rolling down your eye your face because no one's like no one's coming to play like, games with like, you you're, you're ready to rock but <laughs> just waiting just waiting <laughs> little yeah. violin going in the background for sure and, and i mean i'm trying to make this like okay it's like we have time i have a lot of time right now i'm not working right now i'm basically just like looking for a job whilst i'm also having lots of time to paint so I'm like, well, I might as well make the most out of it. Like, um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, it's, it's kind of, I'm on for Titanicus now. Uh, I've been reading, um, uh, book nine again, going through the dark angel stuff. Um, honestly, really, really enjoying it. I think the dark angels fluff in that book is unbelievably good. Um, they do such a good job of characterizing that Legion in that book. It is just ridiculous. Um, and then what was the last thing? Um, did you one order, sec, sorry. order the new book? Right. So yeah. And I ordered, so, this was about fucking two and a half weeks ago now. I don't really know what's going on with it, but cause it hasn't shipped, but I ordered uh, book six finally. Because I figured I keep looking over at it and being a little bit worried yeah, that it's going to go away. You t- you talked about that on the last. It still hasn't shipped. No, no. So yeah, it hasn't shipped. <laughs> it was supposed to be here in 17 days. It's already been about 17 days and it hasn't shipped. So I don't know. We'll see. John's going to Forge start World raid, raging. Well, thing. So I ordered fucking three of those uh, Atropos knights, which I was really excited about. I got an email on Friday night from Forge World saying, like, get them while they last. Like, we're, COVID times are here, and <laughs> we're, we're not able to produce models as quickly, so get these models while they last because they're going to sell out. I cl- and I was like, okay, I want to see, make sure the Atropos aren't sold out. And I went, look, the fucking Atropos are sold out. My order is still pending. <laughs> so if I don't get those things, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hey, at least they they were honest about it. They won't last. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. That I think that is basically all my hobby progress. Man, man, that's a that's definitely a lot of stuff. That that is a lot. It's now. That's the thing. I've been putting this off forever, so I'm working on it right now. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. All right. Well, speaking of Titanicus, Rudolph. Tell us what you, you know, this kind of going to get into uh, your your stuff as a whole, but tell us kind of uh, briefly what you've been working on, maybe outside for, you know, your personal hobby gains of what's been going on with you. Oh, well, um, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I, I'm suffering a bit of uh, hobby ADHD, you know, <laughs> like I have this, this, oh, the, that, that that would be great to have and then i get it and i start it and it looks really great and then if i don't finish it off quickly enough another project hits my desk so that's <laughs> that's a bit in the personal hobby that's a bit of my 
my main problem in the gaming group. We have a couple of, of these uh, characters. Um, we call ourselves the hobby butterflies because yep. we're like, you know, like <laughs> flying from, from one flower to the net. I think that's next. something that uh, a, a lot of people in this hobby can relate to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially so, right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you you don't have this pressure of I'm going to an event, I need to finish this project, yeah. I, I need to yeah. you know like I need to get this army done or something. Um, but uh, I've I'm pretty much done with my um, my house Malinax for Titanicus. Um, so in the past maybe two years, I've almost exclusively painted um, Titanicus stuff. And uh, yeah, Malinax is almost done. I, I have maybe, I think, two Asherons that I need to paint um, still. And, and okay. then and that's it. Uh, this will total up to, I don't know, like three and a half thousand points maybe. Of just nice. So it's a, yeah, yeah, it's of full household. Nice. Yeah, you've, mm. you seem to have quite, quite a few, at least from your Instagram profile. Yeah. How many yeah, have you yeah. painted so far, do you think, roughly? A mm, couple of dozen. I think it's maybe around 40. 40 of them. Wow. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, including all, all night yeah. sizes, you know. Right. Like. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very tempted by the new, the Atropos and so on. But I don't really, I mean, it looks great, but it's not exactly cheap. No, and, no, I'll tell you that. And it was also, seven dollars for two of them. Yeah, and and I've seen uh, a lot of very bad quality uh, uh, things online. So with like all the stepping and everything. So I'm maybe give this a, a pass for now and and wait until maybe it gets a bit better or something. Um, but apart from that, I started Elegio Presagius. Um, I don't know if I posted anything of this online yet but uh after all the legio mortis stuff and that grimy darkish you know like worn evil stuff i felt like i want to paint something super neat mm. although there, there is a tiny bit of battle damage um like tiny tiny rust streaks stuff like that okay uh but uh presages um i mean that shiny blue and and super bright white and uh for that i ordered um a couple of bases from that unreal wargaming dude oh yeah in, man in the uk yep and they it whenever i see people i mean it's a small family business they're not i, I don't know i i'd be surprised if there's more than three people working in that that uh, endeavor um i'm always surprised how how these small shops can pull off that quality of resin casting yeah. and because it's flawless yeah seriously there, All there is my no nights are on are on their bases as well and i've yeah. been super happy and they also ship for me extremely quickly i think i yeah i got into them i, I think before uh, they were really well known on the internet in the community but yeah i was that was one thing i was kind of like oh well you know these smaller mom and pop shops sometimes that can be um there can be a delay on that, but yeah, they were super quick to get me the product. Yeah, exactly. And, and not only that, they, they just, they just have a perfect product. It's, um, uh, so here, big shout out to these guys. I don't know how much, how much advertisement you allow here, but oh, yeah. it's, it's we... just been, um, it's been great. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the only thing that bugs me about these, these types of resin bases, not, not 
not their type in particular, but but generally resin bases is when you don't play on a gaming map, but when you have like model terrain with yeah. tiny rocks and everything, especially when you have the Titans, it it is a bit wobbly. Um, like they they're not they they don't stand in the place. So that you mean on like the AT boards, like the Forge World boards and things like that. Yeah, for example, yeah. for example. Or, for me, for example, I modeled uh, another one, like some some rust waste, um, and there's of course all all sorts of detail going on on the surface, and um, that that's the only downside. Um, because yeah, sometimes I wonder why why these base manufacturers why they don't produce things like back in the how was it called the the, the city fight times, you oh, know, yeah. when they had these little casted resin things that like. They were basically like base toppings, but they would be full 32 millimeters. Ah, uh, yeah. There are some some base companies that make that of just like a topper that you'd kind of put exactly. on the top. Yeah, yeah. There are some companies that do that. Like having the, the regular plastic base and then, then just putting something on the plastic base. I mean, it's... So you it, have that lip to like catch on things and exactly. like... Yeah. 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 And you don't also have, have a spot a for a magnet if you're using mm. a magnetized case. That's mm. that's one of the downsides with uh, resin, I find. Yeah, and that that's. But apart from that, yeah, I, I've painted these bases already. Um, so Legio Presidius is uh, at least their bases already. Uh, <laughs> and apart from that, I have been uh, uh, painting some of um, the 3D printed models. I, I got a new printer. Um, I think in November. And I printed uh, uh, a knight uh, from from a Patreon I'm following, and and I painted it. I think I extensively exchanged about it with uh, John. Oh yeah, the, the, this is the the yeah. one that John's super hyped about with the dual uh, chainsaw. Yeah, arc. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So was, it's it's a little yeah. bit smaller than a regular knight, but um, oh, it's really, really okay. nice. Yeah, yeah. Like than a regular so, GW one, or mm -hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, I think I have it on my Instagram you in do. comparison in comparison to oh, okay. Magaera, right? Okay, I'll have to dig that one up. Yeah, I was I was drooling over pictures of uh, what you'd done with that model. It's damn damn cool. <laughs> I'm planning to scale mine up like twenty percent, so it's like the size of a Questorus. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess you have the ability to do that with three uh, yeah, printing. With the three D printing. Yeah. yeah, you can you can easily do that. It's um, that's one of the perks of three D printing. I mean, stuff look, starts to look goofy after a while if you if you like if scale you, it up too much. Right. It's just a bit weird. And if if you scale it down too much, uh, like scale it down too much, it's also a lot of the detail is. I mean, if you if you look at the Titanicus models with all the rivets and, and and pistons and everything they they have been basically rescaled so they're not like one to one yes um yeah because that would get lost in 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 the model yeah. um so yeah that but apart from that yeah if you want to have it at like 137% and you Yeah exactly that's that. the thing it's like if it's only 20% it doesn't make much of a difference mm. um but yeah it's funny it's like it seems like one of the coolest things about the 3D printing because uh, that same, uh, she she does these uh, artillery tanks I was looking at, and my buddy was like, oh, those look like perfect for, uh, uh, 
Uh, what are they called again? The uh, Minotaur, a Minotaur tank, oh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, they're a little bit small. Like, I don't know if it would work." And he was like, "You just scale it up." And I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> duh, <laughs> yeah, yeah." And uh, but for this particular model, um, it also works pretty well to um, to just scale it down. Um, so I printed it in eight mil, uh, and oh, cool. because I wanted to have a couple of let's say artillery tokens for titanicus so yeah you can because there's some sorts of uh of stratagems you could yeah. use and like like the quake shells or something and um i'm one of the players that tend to forget these things so i i purchased <laughs> stratagems and then i then i'm like in in turn five i'm like oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, had, yeah. I had this <laughs> So, so when you have like tiny tokens that you can put on a gaming board and and you um you, you have some sort of a... painting them like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah that will yeah. hopefully yeah. be a good reminder exactly that hopefully keeps you from forgetting but um but for this one for example it it worked surprisingly well um like the whole uh the whole uh, downscaling um and uh, yeah so that that's basically it for personal hobby stuff um and i've been uh, building and painting a lot of terrain if you want to go into this oh yeah well that's uh why don't we uh yeah let's just kind of kind of transition to talking about your uh patreon and what you've been doing with your uh designing of uh terrain and all the cool goodies you've been building up i also i also we need we're gonna have to talk about your boards as well at some point because i kind of lost myself in the pictures of your forge world uh table i if that's yours uh um yeah it is, is yeah. uh actually actually this this is part of the story of um grimdark terrain all right let's get um, into it because uh so titanic i'm I mean, everyone playing Titanicus is a fucking megalomaniac. <laughs> and when, <laughs> when these, when these, uh, when that system was announced, I, I was like, oh, 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 fuck, 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 fuck! I need this so much. <laughs> and and um, I have, I have a neighbor that I, I play with, uh, which is like, I, I live in like a very remote place, tiny. This, I don't know, like two thousand people living there, and. Uh, interestingly enough, a couple of years ago, I, I accidentally stumbled upon that guy and, and he was like, yeah, where you live? And yeah, this and this. And I, this, this is literally like 400 meters from my place. That's <laughs> wow. awesome. And so, so I'm, I'm, I'm gaming a lot of, uh, a game or playing a lot of, um, games with him. And, um, so as soon as it was announced, he, he was also like, oh, this is so, this is so sweet. We, we need to start this game. And. Um, so ever since it was announced, we, we drooled over the, the Titan pictures and, um, we were very, very, uh, happy with the whole thing. And, um, then we got a couple of grandmaster boxes and we were lacking terrain. Um, and we quite quickly, we figured that Titanic is, is a game where you, can do terrain is almost auto. more important than any other game <laughs> yeah 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 that that first but also um because of the scale uh you can do a different type of world building you i mean in a in a 30k or in a heresy setting you have like this this one small excerpt of a city whereas in titanicus you can build the whole city and 
and that is very appealing um, if you if you're into terrain building and, and everything. And um, so as as soon as we had the, the Grandmaster boxes, we painted them up and had like the first couple of rounds and um, had this this blocky um, Minecraft style types of buildings um, yeah. from the from the Civitas uh, Imperialis. They they are super great kits, but. Um, as soon as I had the Forge World boards, and I accidentally ordered six of them um, because <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, like future-proof my my gaming because you you never know, maybe they change to six by four when it's gonna get bigger right. or in the expansions or something. And also with Forge World nowadays, you don't really know how long how long stuff lasts, right? Um, and uh, so I had to fill this whole six tiles with buildings and when you fill these like when you build that many buildings you you quickly realize that there's only so many combinations you can do there back then there were no roofs there there was nothing for to put on top there yeah, was no fire kits or the exactly. cranes and yeah. i wasn't even announced back then and you had no silos you had no 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 nothing not even oil kegs or something and so I I thought yeah why don't I model this myself and then I then I would have a nice excuse to get a 3D printer and <laughs> like build this myself and, that's and this some is real that's some real motivational yeah. like <laughs> you're just rationalizing purchasing things at this point <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we all do, I really need this because I really need this small obscure thing to have a, just a little bit more small and obscure things on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's how uh, that's how all these companies make a lot of money. That's right. <laughs> from us nerds. I mean it's like and and so in so so then I started working with it and the first first designs they were like like super shit and, and i started printing the first things and i was like yeah but this technology is actually quite nice and then i gave myself a challenge because back then um for example at uh, the the reva it didn't have the volcano can but reva volcano cans are quite interesting yeah. um and so I modeled the old school Reva Volcano Cannon, like the, the one with the, the boxy case, not the, the roundish one, the new okay. design. And then I got the hang of it and I started to really enjoy doing this. And then I thought like, yeah, why not? Why not make roofs? Why not make something different? And then I thought maybe it's best to do it in a way that I can integrate these parts with the existing plastic kits. And I started posting them, and I thought ah, maybe it's not, maybe not everybody is in like is enjoying my my 3D musings on my regular Broncofish account <laughs> because <laughs> people because I was posting these and I got like two likes or one like or really? something in that's, in weeks and that's, that's crazy weird. to me. Uh, people were people were a bit like I think that they were a bit confused because before that I had a very clear. Um, selling proposition if if you if you want okay uh so i opened this other account um and i called it grimdark terrain because i thought that that's the that was the cheesiest thing i could think of at the moment <laughs> also it was it was available and 
I was so surprised that it was available that I took it everywhere. Like if you if you go, no matter where you go, if you see a username called Grimdark Terrain, that's that's me. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Nice. So on on Twitter, on Facebook, on like everywhere. And then then I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah let's let's purchase the the URL as well because that's like ten dollars a month a, a, a year. And so I I took this as well just just to be. I, yeah, this is one of the many retardations I suffer from, like having having things secure. Um, and yeah, and then I posted there on a separate account, and people started to be interested in that stuff. And um, with my skills progressing and having different designs and printing more and more stuff, and you know, like designing the bunkers and integrating them into my terrain and so on, people were actually um, growingly interested and. Um, then a couple of months ago, I was on Discord with these Australians. Um, you might have heard of them. It's a small podcast from Australia called Eye of Horus. No, I haven't heard of it. Our yeah. favorite. It's a little upstart, you know. Like... A little upstart mm-hmm. business. I yeah, yeah, I think they just started or something. Yeah. And, and they, but um, the, these dudes, they gently pressured me into doing, <laughs> into doing uh, something. And back then, I was very torn between kickstarter or patreon and i because i had no clue about all these things and um then finally i thought about uh, or i decided for doing a patreon because uh that gives me more opportunity to interact with the community because when you do a kickstarter you pretty much have to know exactly what you're producing and where your aim is and also i thought it's more for production so yeah. if you, for example, if I were to do a plastic kit or something, um, that will be the, the way I think. Um, but with the Patreon thing, it's a bit different. You don't have to have everything ready at a certain point and, and have to estimate like, okay, that's the direction where I want to go. And, and this is what people will like and so on. Um, but you kind of can influence the journey. So people are participating in that thing. And um, after Christmas, I had the feeling that literally every gaming group that I know now has access to a 3D printer. <laughs> and and then I thought, yeah, okay, let's do this. And this Santa's is how it all started. were very busy making 3D printers this year, I think. Yeah. I mean, it, it's um, also the technology progressed so much, um, especially when you have one of, one of the newer machines, like these uh, monochrome displays. Um, they're super quick. They're super precise. Resolution is great, and yeah, it's a bit stinky. It's a bit toxic, most likely. But <laughs> apart from that, it's great technology. <laughs> but the miniatures look great, and your your hobby is worth more than your health. I think we all know that from back pain and things like that. So yeah, how much how much paint has everyone accidentally ingested? <laughs> oh like probably probably a, a pint a few yeah. a, a few pots for sure i'm yeah. sure yeah. over the past 30 years or so i don't know yeah. it's like yeah, a lot yeah. <laughs> um that yeah so like have you seen because of that have you seen a even more of an uptick in in terms of your patreon subscribers mm. Yeah, basically all of them, they have 3D printers. And um, it's, I have the feeling that it's going, or it's its growingly common in, in the hobby community to, to have one because it's just so great. You can have so many 
spare pieces uh, i mean if you need or if you want to customize your models and you 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 know you, you want this certain gun or this certain head or this it just certain adds shoulder so much pad. more dimension to everything exactly it's yeah. you can like especially for customization um of your models and and of your armies it this is just insanely good yeah especially with how gw new model are very unipose and very set in how they have to look Right. small things to add really add a personalization to those things right yeah that's true yeah. and yeah so that's uh that's the story behind the thing and um as i said i started 10 10 days ago and it's uh yeah it's going to be great i mean i have a lot i started this whole grimdark terrain thing about two years ago and um i have a lot of designs in my in my drawer i mean i can just show you i'm i'm still working on oh, wow. uh, yeah i'm We're seeing hand-drawn I'm, blueprints right now people just yeah peek, peek i'm behind the curtain finalizing <laughs> i'm finalizing the stuff for for uh, february um with all the guns and everything like gun emplacements and mortars and everything because uh in in january i released the fortress walls or the city walls um and slowly uh people are printing them and getting them out there uh so i released them last week and of course that had printing a whole wall for titanicus that takes takes a little while but <laughs> um now people are you know they they are chunking them out and and it's uh it's going to yeah it's great actually and um so next month there's a lot of upgrades for this um i want to get the gates done by then um also there was a lot of feedback with um people demanding different sorts of ramps um so that you demanding. could <laughs> yeah, yeah. Demand. we need more ramps it's actually that's that's actually a a, a good thing especially for the the forge world boards where like i'm thinking of the the one tile that has, you know, the whole base, like what looks like a base of a huge building stretching across the whole two feet. And it's a beautiful, you know, piece, but it, it can be difficult. Like I, I have also got six of the tiles, uh, which, you know, I don't, don't drink in Forge World Shop. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but I, uh, I've been there. <laughs> but we like you know John and I have had Teo's played a game on it. And John and I have played multiple games, and it's beautiful. But it does have issues due to just the, the rigidness of mm. it. And yeah, adding some ramps in there is actually now that I'm thinking about it, that'd be that'd be awesome. I want to see these ramp designs. <laughs> I want yeah, ramps. Yeah, and <laughs> and that's, ramp. that's that's the beauty. That's the beauty of having a Patreon community because they. These dudes, um, they've been tirelessly nudging me well, into the, in, the right it's direction. Instant, it's instant customer report. Yeah, it is in a way. Um, yeah. You get, and, this is what we want to see. You're like, okay. There's no like waiting for it to be thought out. You're just like, hmm, <laughs> let's yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and for example, um, uh, with the Rams, um, I... I had some hand-drawn. Uh, uh, I had uh, some hand-drawn um, uh, sketches from Jackie from Australia. Uh, Jackie Rampage. Uh, he has this uh, yes. very beautiful. Um, as I think it's Vulpa that he's playing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so he had a couple of, of ramp drawings that he sent me, and um, I'm working on it right now. Because his, the, the idea behind it was, why not have different levels uh, inside the board? Not just buildings, but having like steps, a bit more like hills. Um, oh, yeah, okay. But, and you could have the fronts with the city walls and then put some ramps in between so you can easily go up and down. And I mean, warlords don't, don't have this problem. They can most likely just step over it. Right. But um, the smaller, like, especially yeah. knights and stuff. Jack's terrain is awesome too. Like yours, his stuff is so good. His terrain is like, I look at it, I'm like, fuck, need to learn how to do this. So good. Hmm. And yeah, so that's that's the thing at the moment. And um, as I said, the fortress walls in in January, um, and uh, then guns, 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 and some pieces to integrate with the plastic kits, and integrate guns into the plastic kits because it's still warmer. And um, the, <laughs> the 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 current um, plastic line has an awful lack of guns. And in uh, March, we're going to have a lot of bunkers and defense lines and okay. uh, trenches and stuff like that. And um, on the journey there, I had a couple of stretch goals um, where I give stuff out for free, uh, just included. And um, yeah, I'm at the moment working on the heresy train because in my opinion, there is no beautiful version for 8 mil yet. And uh yeah. Very cool. If um, you guys can, I really think a shopping mall would be hilarious. A <laughs> shopping mall. Oh, like a shop, a grim dark shopping mall. Yeah. Grim, wait, let me let me note this down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I love, you know, I, I love some of the some of the pieces you were just saying like some of the lack of guns. Like one of the pieces that I love that you've designed is the uh little opening with the um artillery double cannon uh, sticking out the side with a little, you know, little platform sticking off of it, you know, just those little extra pieces to add flair to those kits, like the, uh, the round basilicas that you've created. Uh, I don't know if I'm using the right term there, but almost like the little church, um, Mm. circular domed buildings and, and things like that. Very, very cool stuff. Um, so how does the your Patreon work? Tell us a little about that. I'm sure there's some people that are uh, eager to find out about, you know, the different tiers and what do they get by signing up with, for your Patreon. Um, yeah, it works like I think almost every other 3D STL Patreon. Um, so every for every month of your subscription, you get a monthly package of stuff. Um, that stuff is... I'm trying to do roadmaps so people know what to expect and maybe they they don't need this one in the month but maybe the next one so they can choose but still um first of all there there's a couple of principles so the the first principle is um if you want these files the patreon will always be the cheapest way to get them because um that's sort of a trade off between you know planability for me and and also for the dudes wanting to print that um this will always be the cheapest so uh, four weeks after after the month ended so it's like the 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 next next month so to say these right. files they they go to shop 
And if people missed it, they can still purchase it or they can purchase parts if they don't want to purchase the whole kit and stuff. But the basic principle is you subscribe for a month, then you get the package. And if you subscribe in February, you don't get the January stuff. So that that's the whole thing. So these links, they expire in that Patreon system. And um, so, yeah, that, okay. that's the main, main thing. Um, I'm including a little surprise in every package. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, just to make the people curious here. But uh, all I'm um, imagining is like a little 3D printed, like sexy George Costanza model. I uh, know it's, it's <laughs> the 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 is Titanic is related. It's not like 3D model dick butts or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Damn it! That's all I wanted. Uh, <laughs> you tell me that that George Costanza can't be printed in Titanic's scale. Because I don't believe it, sir. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe he's the Primark of the second. Who knows? But That's right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but and, you know, yeah. Just like has um, to be modeled with one, you know, an extreme wallet in one side of his back pocket. Yeah. It's key. Very key. And yeah. There's a couple of very nice uh, half nude custodies on on Thingiverse. Oh, yeah. So if if you if you're into this type of models, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure so you can. Funny. I love those. <laughs> I I've heard about these jazz I, hands. I make I, I don't want to look because I know if I, I think I look, we brought them up last episode yeah, too. Yeah, I, I've specifically not gone to look <laughs> at them because I know as soon as my eyes see them, I will just say <laughs> click buy. <laughs> Oh, it's thingiverse. You don't. I mean, this stuff is for free. You oh, don't. You Jesus. don't even have to. You oh, don't even have God. to buy. Now it's <laughs> now you're just selling them a three D printer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Hey, if anyone has the room for a three D printer in their house, it is you. I. You know, it's 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 a ma- it's a countdown now. Like I've been. Yeah. You know, I've had Vince like whispering in my ear for like three years to buy one ever since I went down to the first heresy camp. So, you know, I've, I've been holding off cause I keep feeling like, okay, I'm the longer I wait, the better the printers are gonna, are gonna get. Right. So, uh, I, but I'm, I'm getting close and things like what you're putting out is inching me, uh, inching me closer to purchasing one. Cause damn, this, this stuff is unbelievable. They're getting much more affordable, to be perfectly honest. It's not really. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the money that it really is holding me back. It's like, well, another like, hobby. No, it it's sounds like, like a pain in the ass. It's to yeah, learn. They, to learn it and like to to figure like, boys, let's be serious. I spent like an hour fumbling with like audio settings before we started recording. <laughs> so yeah. from I mean, hearing... that's how I feel too. I'm like, man, I'd be so bad at this. I'd be like so <laughs> technically like not inclined and I'd just be like fucking frustrated and overwhelmed by like, how do I make the file print? Oh, uh, printed wrong. Oh, uh, reprint I, it. I think what I'll honestly do is I'm going to wait until like we probably do our next event and before, have it like up here so that I can get some of the masters to to, to figure yeah. it out. Or by then, Ezra is going to have it on on pretty yeah, much lockdown. He'll have it so. figured out. He's gotten he's got it pretty down right now. Even like he just printed me some crazy Horus uh, model, which just looks 
surprisingly detailed for a 3D printer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Think about this. I think that's, like, one of the coolest things is, like, the terrain is what, like, obviously that's what we're talking about right now. But it's, like, that really is, to me, the biggest thing about it. It's, like, I not having to buy expensive GW terrain and just being able to, like, print off really cool detailed pieces like that is the biggest allure I can see to 3D printing. So, uh, uh, so but it's it's not that difficult actually nowadays um, because if you if you subscribe to to a Patreon that that gives you 3D files, um, most Patreon do them pre-supported. So the only you don't have to be a tech person, so you don't have to understand 3D modeling at all. You you, you basically have to understand how drag and drop works, and Clicking the mouse, <laughs> and that's it. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're getting a little bit. Not so fast. <laughs> so, no, but seriously, you, you basically all you do with these these files is you 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 draw them onto your build plate in the software that comes with your printer. Right. And then you range them, and you click slice, and then it it uh, calculates the models into like a lot of like Layers. thousands of little layers and yeah. slices and that's it i mean huh. the, the 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 more complicated thing is actually or at the moment the most complicated thing is leveling the build plate and that yeah that's handling right. handling all these toxic toxic goo that that you, <laughs> that you work with toxic so that like resin that. printers smell like cat pee i'll forewarn you um yeah they they yeah. can be they can be very 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 smelly. So yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, smells I, like old like say if you, say if you had like a towel that had cat pee on it and you threw it in the dryer. Oh god. <laughs> That's okay. a very vivid That's very description. Specific, Teo. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like Teo has done this in the past. He <laughs> 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 just like threw it. It's like oh no, there's cat pee on that. <laughs> yeah. How smell like happy for a week. But that's like, because my buddy, he's got a resin printer, and I walked in the room and was like, why does it smell like burnt happy in here? He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, but it's, it's true. I mean, they, they, they are smelly. Um, yeah. And, and also, nobody knows yet, because I, I don't think there has been a lot of research about the fumes. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll check the in whole with, technology. Your, with your wife in a couple of years and, you know. <laughs> Just make sure you're still standing. Actually, I I accidentally printed a whole epic army over Christmas, and she got really mad. So I had a couple of weeks of like no, there was a production stop. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> and so when you, just something you you said before when you said uh, pre-supported, you're talking about the actual like supports that, that are like for the actual printing themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so okay. um, when you have the model, um, you cannot you cannot print into thin air. Of course. So yeah. there there has to be some sort of uh, like a pillar or something supporting that piece. So that that's the thing, and and this can be very tricky. And I'm also I'm not a master of this uh, thing, and I'm I'm still learning a lot uh, every time I do this. Um, but it's working now. And uh, I I give them out pre-supported because supporting stuff is an, is not very enjoyable and most people having a printer they actually they ironically like 
AJ, you would actually probably be really good at that. I well, yeah, uh, like I, I think <laughs> you're I would an architect be... by trade. <laughs> I know, so I it is definitely something that I've been uh, I've been thinking more, and it's definitely the terrain side of things, and and obviously, you know, I could maybe try my hand at designing stuff, but really, it's for this, our, you should just for con- our events you just, just convince start... your work to get you one. I. Yeah. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, one, it kid. should be it should be tax deductible for you. Yeah. I it might be. Maybe. Maybe I'll say it's for oh. You'd be like, hey, well, this would really help me clearly get the image of the overall project. Exactly. Into the- <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. And then we could always be, we can come into your house and every time we get there, we'd be like, what is this? You know, A the, hospital for ants? The, <laughs> the worst part about this thing is my work actually has one in our Vancouver office and it's just sitting there gathering dust. No one uses it whatsoever and it drives me crazy. It's just like, oh, just ship it mm. over to Victoria. I'll take could real you, good care yeah. of it. <laughs> Imagine being able to play like Titanicus games on all the buildings you've actually designed. Well, yeah, some of them I probably would maybe would like to blow up. Uh, in there you a, go. In a three, in a, in a, just like, yeah, I don't like that design anymore. Let's get rid of that with a with a volcano cannon. Yeah. <laughs> but blow uh, it up like Neo blows up a bathroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. I, you know, I was saying before that I was really eyeing up your uh, your Forge World tiles, and from the the pictures that I've seen, you've done like a whole bunch of heavy weathering on on that. So what did you do? A lot of powders, like all the. It looks like you've got kind of ru- a rust or uh, dirt kind of around all the buildings and everything like that. How did you go about doing that style? Hmm. There's actually no powders at all on these oh, on wow. these tiles. Okay. Yeah, um, it's something I uh, I discovered fairly recently. Although they've been in the business for like, I don't know like decades. It's uh, the AK Interactive um, oh, yeah. NML okay. NML uh, uh, washes, and they have three. I think in total they have three rust shades. They have like like light, medium, and dark rust. And all you see on these tiles is just a combination of these three things. And afterwards, I uh, took a little bit of white spirit to just to blend them into blend each other. Yeah. And, and that's it. Um, wow. So there, there's no pigments. There's no powders. Um, it's actually a very straightforward uh, process. And, and also these um, these washes, they, they are ready to use. They You open the bottle. That's it. That's... Just pour them again, on the board. Move them around. Yeah, again. Again, it's very Crazy. smelly. Um, yeah, it's it's just the uh, it's the, very very striking. Like I'm looking at a picture here of that's got almost four of your tiles in it, and it just gives such a contrast to the rest of the the streets and roads. It really really pops. That's like my fantasy table too. Like that's all I, I want to do. Like a Mars style. Like I am already doing a Mars table, but I want to have a variation of it with like uh, rock mesas yeah something simple scale agnostic can be used for 30k as well um mm. and i've been looking the part of what's been holding me off from it aside from covid and the fact that i think me and aj had kind of planned to do a hobby day for it sort yeah. of thing but um is just i want to figure out how to color them and get this that really nice like bright popping orange of the uh mars sort of earth color and looking at all your stuff, it is it just 
hits that so well it's exactly what yeah. i want my stuff to look like i was gonna say this other mars table that it looks like you've done with uh with sheets of cork and then working in some water effects and and things like that that so, is a beautiful beautiful table and totally could be used as uh looks like the buildings aren't are just loose on there am i right on that mm, mm, well i i'm I'm more a glue on the buildings are, type okay. of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah because because so then savage. because then you can you can do more. You have rubble and like damaged buildings and you know like dunes yeah. of rust climbing up the buildings. Is that it? have you done that with your forge world tiles as well or all those? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, man, you've got a big basement there. <laughs> You're keeping all these boards in, then. Um, <laughs> But yeah, this is you know this this is another very striking board um, that you've you've put together here. Very very cool, and the defense lines running all through it, and that's that's something else that people can get from you. Right? Yeah, exactly. That that's um, the the bunkers, um, bunkers, defense lines, and uh, trenches. That that's another set, and they again. Um, all these sets they will integrate, so they all have connector pieces. So you can, for example, connect the bunker set to the city walls, and you can have uh, a tile like like this here, like the the yep. plastic tiles, but connect the bunker to it. So you have these walkways, so you can oh, cool. basically walk from from the building out into the bunker. Oh, that's um, rad! I have. Uh, designs for landing pads, and I think I posted one of the um, designs on the on the Grimdark Terrain Instagram. And okay. so, for example, you have a landing pad, and then a bunker entry. So you don't have to walk down from the landing pad and walk over to the bunker, but you can enter immediately. Um, of course, there will be regular bunker, a uh, regular landing pads, but this one is, for example, just just one that directly integrates into one of the bunker walkways. Very very cool, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it, I I love these uh, these towers as well. Like you were showing us how you can convert putting the the crane on them, but even for power lines, I think that that would be super cool. Like even if you could, I was think as soon as I saw them, I was like, I wonder if you could magnetize little wires or something like that, so you could have titans that could walk. You, through you it. can, you can, can actually. You? Oh man, um, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this um, in that in these. Um, I don't know these 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 casings where the 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 lines run through. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is actually one one uh, millimeter and uh, a hole in it. Oh, um, So you don't even have to drill or something. Um, uh, you just need to find I don't know lines or something or thread or some I don't some know. I, I'm I'm unsure about like that. Or guitar, yeah, maybe that guitar string or uh, maybe guitar string is is not flexible enough. Um, you need something very bendy, and still you need to be able able to glue little magnets on it, and it also shouldn't right. be too heavy. So I'm still a bit undecisive on right. what, what type of thing we, we want to have there. But um, you can glue them in. And um, so I got the idea of, for the for the power lines when I was uh, designing. And um, on the side, on the second screen, uh, screen, I had one of these these old Godzilla movies. Okay. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, the black and white ones. Yeah. And there was one of them like where Godzilla runs into power lines and I don't know, like recharges itself or something. Okay. <laughs> I thought like, 
That'd be awesome with Titans, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you know, it's, I think it's these things that, like you said, the, the original GW kits are, you know, when I first saw them, I think I was like, this is super cool. As Tayo, Tayo said, like, I'm an architect by trade. So the idea of putting a whole city and building together for me, it's like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I've kind of been waiting for a city project like this for a long time. But as you said, you know, there there's limited combinations that you can do. And especially with the the lower pieces that bump out, uh, as you were just showing us before, that can work into your your um, line system, like those are also pretty limited because you can only use those on the bottom. So even I found as I was starting to try to build my buildings up, you know, those one, those kits aren't cheap. And two, I was finding like if you're trying to buy those kits specifically for the Forge World boards, you're only able to get so much out of those each one of those kits because you you need more of the the other type um, of tiles and not the ones with the bump out. So, uh, you know, it's it's stuff like this that what you've designed here that can really give those boards some extra flair and, and, and pop. Like, it, yeah, this stuff is very, very cool, sir. I, I, I really like it. Very cool. Thank you. I, I didn't, I, I don't know if I would have come on the show if, if I knew before that you're an architect. So it's, I'm very conscious of. Uh, maybe I should uh, rephrase that. I'm not technically an architect. I work with architects and I do, I do drafting. So I'm, I'm an architectural technologist, uh, which is that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, you, unlike me, you know perfectly well what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't don't know how to do basilicas and these cool things that you're doing. So yeah, it's <laughs> pretty pretty neat. I, I especially the all the stairs and everything. Like I'm looking at the corner piece that you've done with the the multiple stairs going up it and and just vi you know visualizing what you could do with with this stuff is just got endless possibilities yeah and that, that's exactly that's exactly what i had in mind when i design all these pieces so i always stick to certain angles and certain widths and so on so i can um i can actually uh make sure that i can integrate these things with um future sets or future items and the whole thing about um the modularity is that it actually gives people the the opportunity to play around with that stuff, and that that already happened right now on the on the Patreon. That people printed several of the forward positions of the city walls and combined them together, so they had a line of guns and line of forward positions. And I, when I designed it, I didn't even think about this this possibility, and and. Um, that's really That's great cool. to see, yeah. actually. <laughs> of you so, being surprised of what people are yeah, 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 coming exactly. up with. And, and it will be even more so the, the more the, the whole line uh, grows and progresses in the future. Because um, uh, on on the Facebook page and also on, on the Instagram, there's, um, there's a small video where I, where I hold a plastic piece onto one of the printed pieces, um, like okay. this cathedral part that you mentioned. Yeah. And... It integrates flawlessly, so you, you don't have to build the buildings 
just out of the pieces I'm doing. So if if you're keen for only have if you only want to have a like one gun emplacement in your building and the rest you're fine with the GW stuff, you just get that one and print it and put it into there. And um, that's that's the beauty of this design. I mean the the, the GW kit is that's a genius idea of modularity. Yeah. I mean the, the dudes behind it you can tell by how the pieces are done and, and how they interact um, that there, there was a lot of thought going into this this kit actually um, but it's it's a bit of it's a bit sad that they don't give more options like well, who, I was about to say like who knows what's <laughs> potentially coming down like that's the one thing with with DW, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we, yeah sometimes we see no. things in the background and it's like oh maybe that's coming but I yeah it seems like that they put a lot of thought into providing something with a lot of modularity that it, it would seem a shame if they didn't put out more than what they already have, like especially the last kit um, of the, the Mechanicus sector stuff like that. You know, I've seen That's that stuff now in the flesh at it, John's and yeah, it's, but you don't, you don't get these the anymore. They, they are sold out. Everywhere. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. You can't get them. Anymore. I got the last one, AJ. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. And, All the more and, reason to become a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then you don't have you don't have stairs, you don't have bridges, you don't um I mean what I don't get is they, they have this these great pipelines they made. Yeah. They they are they are so nice and they look so great. But you can't integrate them with the houses. You can't integrate them with when you when you build a regular house or a regular building. You cannot run the pipelines into the building. I found a pretty cool, I just kind of Google searched um, some images for that kit because I wanted to find other things to do. And also I wanted to find ways to combine the buildings that I have with it because I, I kind of want to make everything look a little more like industrial. Um, I have found ways of doing that where you can kind of combine the uh, some of the... Um, uh, the barrel, not the barrel, but the the silos with this big, big square blocky buildings, and then you can run the uh, the pipes up the side of the barrels. So it actually is really cool because it ends up sort of looking like a combination of like the 30k or 40k scale like Gothic terrain combined right. with the sector mechanica stuff, which I think that's kind of what I've been waiting for in a weird way of like more mechanica style terrain because i want to do this mars table this actually fill seems to fill that void so it almost tempts me to get another pack mm. of the buildings now because i could actually build them with that in mind as opposed to just adding like tubing and pipes on top then uh you might be very um very looking forward to my line called olympus mons mm. <laughs> So, so you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't shown I haven't shown these yet, but I've been, of course. I mean, Mechanicum style buildings. That's what people want, as they want heresy trains and bunkers and guns and shit. And yeah. um, I've been secretly working on this one too. Um, so again, full modularity and. Oh man, that's gonna mm, be awesome! I can't wait to see. I can't that. see anything, but. No, well, he's not. Nah, yeah. not oh, okay. not showing it yet. It's all in his head still. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I re and I really like that terrain. That terrain is really cool. I Very I, awesome idea. I think, you know, one of the other huge things, you know, this, I think all of this terrain stuff is, is great. 
and amazing. But I, I honestly think something else that you've done for the community on the the Titanic side might even surpass what you've done here with with the train. And that, sir, reference sheet, the Lazy (laughs) Princeps Guide, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making this. Like, I it's very useful. I love Titanicus, but I'm sure the our listeners are sick of hearing me bitch about that goddamn rule book and like this rule book ever. This thing is so useful. I like you know. Print it. I've got a copy for John. I've got a. Co- I think I already gave you yours, John. But like, I went and printed That's out a so. bunch of these. Got them laminated. Just waiting to give them out as like a door prize for for like our next event whenever we can have one of those. It's such such a good so good thing. Good. I'm like, I'm. I it's it's me. especially for the beginners, right? Like, because we're always like trying to teach new people, and it's like. You know, me and AJ know the rules pretty well at this point, but every once in a while you have to reference some fucking rule and it's like, okay, let's look in this terrible book that makes me hate my life every time I look at it because it's <laughs> laid out like a fucking autistic four-year-old wrote it or something. Like, I don't understand it. But I, I think don't understand it. <laughs> we were talking about this before we recorded. We're recording here when we – today that we got the the newest online preview and we saw – um the new night that or yeah the new night that they just dropped and also the, the titan new book or sorry the new titan not new night yeah the new book as well is now it's like a legi or a loyalist legio specific book that's so good. happy I, to see that hopefully that's like you know all of the ones that they put out so far maybe a couple extra ones but now that's kind of like what we're getting to like for these new players you know you don't need it's crazy to buy all of these different books when now it's starting to seem like they're they're starting to put all this stuff together into one mm. volume. So I, I'm hoping, you know, maybe we, we, obvious next step would be seeing a, a trader version of that, and then maybe we'll see a updated rules book. That would that's what but it feels like a really it feels like a hint you know it's funny I saw that and I was like oh that's actually brilliant and Brennan actually brought it up in the chat. That sounds like a perfect thing that they could do for heresy as well, because yeah, I think for a long time there's been this idea of like, well, we're gonna update the red books, I but they're just gonna keep be. getting thicker. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? Because then you can split them into two books, two you know, a trader a trader red book and a loyalist red book. Yeah. You have lots of room then as the rules expand and as more special units are added, which you know they will be. I mean, looking at the dark angels and the blood angels and even the scars to a, probably a slightly lesser extent. There are a lot of fucking units in there. Compared These red books like, are, yeah. Book one and book two legions that were being dropped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the red books, what are they missing now? They're missing wolves, ultras. Uh, they're missing ultras since, too, right? Like seven. No, not ultras. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So it's wolves, dark and it's four legions so it's like yeah like that's that 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 was actually really it was funny that i never saw i I didn't really think about that before now but seeing it i was like oh that makes total sense yeah do like a a loyalist and a trader book let's do this this sounds like the new format that should be happening going forward well i yeah i I hope that there that this you know that book is a sign of things to come and hopefully you know gw has got a copy of uh the lazy princeps guide on their desk and are taking some notes from this for when they put the new 
book together. That's what I think they should be doing. I hope too. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, it's funny that you mention it because I I I made it so long ago that I actually. I forgot about it, but um, you forgot about it. My <laughs> I, God, I had, I had. Uh, no, I forgot to update it and stuff. Um, oh, okay. So <laughs> I, but in the recent recent days, I had a, a little bit of uh, um, exchange with Zachary from the the Goonhammer guys, and okay. um, because I'm I'm not a native speaker, and and trying to condensing rules into like very very concise sentences can be a challenge yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, and so they, they, these guys, they, they helped me and they had, a, they sent me a list of annotations. Um, and I got it this morning and, um, I, I looked through it and it's, it's a, a very valuable feedback. And, um, so I'm going to up, update the lazy princeps guide. You think um, I'm going to have to relaminate all these again? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's awesome. No, but, though, man. but it's it's uh, actually I I mean I can see how many people downloaded it and I can see that that people I mean I had even people recommend this to me, not knowing that I made it. So it's <laughs> yeah. exactly wow. That's it, cool. It's it's very great. It's very great that it had the community so much because it it this is exactly how it how it came to life because my mate that that I mentioned earlier and me we were. Like our first games, they were like like yeah, like browsing and browsing and going back and forth. And where the fuck is like how do I overload void shields again? Wait, wait, oh no, I do this like three steps ago. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so like it's like um, that was again like out of necessity. Um, this this thing was created, and um, I'm happy that it helps, especially new players. So it's it's very good. To get people in a community, because that, I mean that's that's how it. What's it all about, right? Spreading the hobby love and having people. Enjoy. Well, and it makes it it makes it easier for the for people like us too, right? Because we're the ones teaching the new players. So <clears throat> it's like even if they don't have a copy of it, to just even have something of like, okay, I have this here, so that when we're running through this game, I make sure that I'm actually doing everything right and I'm not making some kind of you know, small error. I think we all have those issues where you'll play against someone every once in a while and you realize that you were doing something wrong the whole time, right? The whole fucking time. You just didn't reference the rule book over and over and over again and you've been doing this thing and you've been like, oh, God damn it, I've been just playing that rule wrong the whole fucking time or doing it just slightly out of order, you know? Having that there as a quick reference for, for actually teaching new players is just as valuable as it is to the new players themselves. And also just for like when we do eventually start running events again, like I was just planning exactly. on having one of these at every single table. Like exactly you know, so like not like, having to like come over over and over again and like show people who are new, like yeah. how to play or like having like rules arguments. It's like, well, you have a quick reference sheet here that's very easy to understand. And, and like, and it also has like my favorite, my most important rule of any game right on the front page. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Oh yes. Like, gee, in, you're, in the... you're like, yep. That's a great, Broncos great addition. You're, you're just killing it. You're killing it. The, <laughs> It's the most important rule, isn't it? I mean, it, especially with the heresy and, and Titanicus, uh, I, I don't see competitive players. I see a lot of um, almost exclusively narrative players and people that enjoy. I mean, people our age, like old fucks that 
uh, somewhere in the late 30s, early 40s, and they they have very limited hobby time. And when they when they game, they don't want to game with dicks. They they just well, want yeah. to enjoy themselves. And and I think for a lot of us, right? Like we invest so much time into the you know the story of the th- the armies, the themes, you know. Like, I, it, you know, some people are painters, some people are hobbyists, some people are players. But I think one thing that unites a lot of heresy and Titanicus players is when you are building a force, you have um, a function in mind, a story to the army. You don't want to have to feel like you can't take an option because you're the fucking person you're going to play is just going to be a dick and play some kind of a min max list. So it feels like it's pointless to take certain things. Mm. Right. And it's so beyond even just the attitude of actually playing. It's like, Hey, like, I think there's like a, there's like a good, uh, community sort of focus on like, Hey, this game is about ostensibly about immersion. This whole game is supposed to be historical fiction. The whole reason we're playing it is so you can actually, pretend that you're like a princeps or whatever a magos or a fucking praetor or whatever commanding a f- commanding about uh, an army and there's sort of there's a story and a theme to that army um so i love that you have that on the front as just like a it sets the tone for that i think pretty well yeah yeah i mean that's that's what we are all looking for in games right just have mm-hmm. fun and engage in in this in this grimdark universe i mean just because the universe is grimdark you don't have to be grimdark yourself <laughs> i like that i like that i think we need to put that on our player plat player pack <laughs> this this universe is grimdark but you don't need to be you don't need to you can be a shiny rainbow man you and... need to be like this and then we have a picture of teo with like a heart around it and like you know sparkles <laughs> I have I have been told I'm not allowed to win the best sportsman award ever again. Well, you know, you've you've walked away with it too many times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but let's be honest, that's Teo's special mouth skills. Yeah, that's that's the ta- that's the tap and foot in the men's bathroom <laughs> skills. Oh man. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I like. I think you've uh, you've just gotten yourself uh, another Patreon uh, subscriber here. So I, I think I'm gonna be hopping onto this and uh, just just looking through all of your stuff again. It's I, I've looked at it before, but did a deep dive again this morning, and I'm just like, okay, I can feel the fires burning again for uh, for Titanicus. So I've got. Are they in your loins? It, I feel it a little bit in, in the loins. <laughs> I yes, John. Really should finish building my warlord. You, yeah, man. I like. I feel. I, I definitely overall my gaming right now. I'm having more fun playing games in Titanicus than I am in in Heresy, currently. And I've also been working on a knight army. I've gotten about two thousand points done, and now I've got another nine. Um, what are, oh, I'm blanking on the names. Help me out. Uh, the Lancer. Uh, and, Sterix, Lancer. No, the... Uh, Castigator? Archeon? Yeah, thank you. Those two. I've got four of those each, and then one more Lancer to paint up, and then I'll have just uh, too many knights on the table, but that's... And when we play next, we can use those cards, so hopefully the mission will be a little more oh, yeah. sort of thought out. Yeah. Those I still two. have to buy a lot more. Like, I bought uh, all of the Warlord weapon options from Forge World. Oh yeah, okay. Ooh. 
Yeah, so oh, I gotta like magnetize that all up. I've got because I only need one warlord for my that's my right, house and anyways. I forgot to give you the magnets that's when you were down here the other month. Yeah. Oh, well, next time, next time. That like six months ago. It's that, it wasn't that long. It's like three months ago. Three months ago, was it? Yeah, man, that was three months wow. ago. It's crazy. I thought you, you guys, uh, I thought that I thought it was longer than that. I guess it was that, that I haven't been here since then. Or I, I wasn't there for that, was I? No, that I you were. Yeah, the, so it was the hobby the day. The hobby day at my house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I guess that was. We're just okay. in a, I was thinking it was in spring. It's just the COVID time warp yeah. that we're all living in right now. You know, locked in our basements and painting miniatures, and don't know if it's mm. day or night, night or day. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but starting starting to today, the the warlord isn't the largest titan anymore, no? Yeah, Have I know. I do want to get a warbringer because I like that model. I, 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 we were getting it. Like, yeah, let's get into this new model because you guys, uh, I think it's, I think it looks cool as hell. The it looks like a squished poo man. Is a little bit different. <laughs> a, a what? A squished poo man? Yeah. What, what do you mean? Like a, a poo that's being shaped into a man? Is that what you mean? <laughs> like, like if you were to grab a small human and then like squish him top down and they're pooing. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Bronco, what do, you, what do you think about this new this new Titan? Do you think it, it looks like a squished poo man? I don't. I I think it looks pretty damn cool. It's the first time I heard this term. Uh, so. <laughs> That'll happen a lot when I. Squish poo man. That's maybe that's a perfect hashtag for this episode. Like <laughs> squish poo man episode. I think that is I definitely get, the name for the episode. I can get behind that. <laughs> I think this thing is pretty um, cool. Like I, I don't know. These look like big ass plasma guns. He's got like little guns sticking out. He's even got. I think like they must be pissed about the Mandalorian right now because they probably saw that new Mandalorian episode with boba fett shooting out guns from his knees and they were like motherfuckers it's a couple weeks before our yeah. titan with guns on its knees mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh now we know that everything cool has guns in its knees so this it's true. uh yes so yeah so personally i love it um i like titans in all sizes and shapes so i don't judge <laughs> hey and... man i get it chubby bunnies need love too yeah, and this is, I mean, this is a chubby titan. And, I mean, in a way, it makes sense. I mean, think about the structural integrity of, of, a, of a thing that big. So you can't be gracious. You, yeah. These things, they, they get blockier the bigger they get. And I think that that model conveys this blockiness quite well. I mean, it's basically a, a big, fat pillar full yeah. with guns. And if you if you think about it, I mean, they for, uh, GW they they put the comparison sheet already yeah. on the website where it's they have huge. like some, it's massive, it's massive. I mean, like it's the shoulders, the bottom of the shoulders plates start above the warlord, like yes. that is significant. And the legs look so much chunkier than the warlord's, yeah. and those yeah. are They're much chunkier. And the warlord legs are nothing to sneeze at. Like I I think I'm going to be ordering this model week one. I, I haven't been doing that a lot lately. I will be doing that, and I want to paint this thing bad. Like, this thing... Interesting. I, but this yeah. is, I mean, 
this model is exactly what Titanic is needed at the moment. I mean, it's it's super silly. It's far too big, but it's, <laughs> like, it's exactly. So, I mean, so he, coming from so a many... terrain aspect, you're like, sweet. Now I need to build bigger buildings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, from from a <laughs> terrain. Two more aspect. layers now, just to compensate for this new model. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but kidding aside, I mean, um, the Titanic has had a lot of night releases in the past, and and people were joking about Adeptus Nighticus and and so on. <laughs> so having having actual Titans again, and this happening, I think a little bit over a year after we got the Warbringer. Yeah, that that sets an expectation that GW is going to support this game a little bit longer and, and it's a great thing. And, but at the same time, I mean, rules wise, they, they didn't really tell anything no. on the rules. Um, so I think we're looking at least at a size 12, um, thing here. And I was just wondering how, how fast this thing might move because I mean, we're looking when, when you have a warlord, you'd be looking at, four inches and that thing is I have a feeling it'll probably move the same as a warlord but it'll probably turn slower be yeah. my guess. maybe you have to push the yeah. reactor to turn in order to turn it's, I, I have I'm strong, just, I'm strong feelings about this thing to be completely honest yeah, so why, don't, why like, don't you like it like to, what's what's going so on? here's my thought the thought on it when they initially showed it i actually really liked the design of the legs Mm -hmm. um i think that they made a huge mistake cramming it onto a waist too small of a base i think the base size on it looks goofy as hell yeah i'm looking at that that is really on edge i think the biggest problem with it for me is that the entire model i'm gonna go deep like like like, so just bear with me here (laughs) because if you if you like the model i might i'm gonna be going a little bit hard on it like so I think the entire model from the appearance of it, it looks constrained by the base size. It feels like the entire model, they built it with the, the, with the base in mind. So the top of the model looks like it is made to fit the silhouette of the base. I think it looks awkward as hell. It's funny. So I think the bottom of the model looks awesome. I think the top of the model looks awkward as hell. I think the proportions of it, the actual sort of like where the head sits on the model, how close it is to the torso. Um, I think the shoulders being like just these big, tall sort of and just ending in the middle of nowhere. Like I like the aesthetic of the legs. I think the upper portions of this thing are like the worst looking Titan by a huge margin. Like, I also think that the thighs don't match the bottom of the legs enough to me. I don't know. I think the only thing I think mm-hmm. the whole top and the shoulders, like all the stuff above the head, I think that looks super rad. And I like it, like that the missiles are worked into the arms and things like that. I think the only thing that is somewhat questionable for, and janky to me is the is the crotch plate. <laughs> um, well, that's not a huge. Well, that's the thing. And the crotch plate though would work better if the torso wasn't so short. Because right now the crotch plate just looks like this weird like. It just looks too high, maybe, and that it need. I don't know. Thing. Yeah, but well, I feel like the whole torso looks too low relative to the rest of the model. Like it just feels. Yeah, I don't know. It's real weird. The head is like where the penis is. Like it's real weird. I don't know. I I, it, I, I really dig. He's it. thinking with his head. Okay, just let him. 
it, yeah, I don't grow <laughs> with me, but I just don't like the proportions of it at all. I really like, want to see a picture of the top down. Like, I, I, it it looks like there's some interesting things going I on. I bet the top. you you can't even see the base over the shoulders if you look at a top you, down view. You might it. not be able to. So yeah. It's, it's, mm. So it's, the equivalent, it's the equivalent of a dude who can't see his own dick because he's too fat. <laughs> yeah, it's a little odd. I so yeah, and that's really that's what it is to me. Is it's just it's just that the upper the the upper torso feels restricted to the size of the base. Like if the legs were the same, if the head sat where, where you know the you see the vents at the top there. Yeah, the they're coming out. Yeah. If the head was right around where the vents are, and the shoulders were built out in the way that a warlord's shoulders are, where it actually has like a large sort of upper carapace that gives the upper body some sort of weight. And gives it that sort of cathedrally, like all-encompassing, like um, feel. I think I'd be more into it. Well, I uh, want I want to know what that central gun is above the head. Like they've got the little picture. If it is a gun, I'm not too sure what it's supposed to be. Like, oh no! It looks like missiles. a missile launcher. Oh, yeah. It looks like yeah, yeah some yeah, sort yeah, of re- yeah. revolver revolver right. thingy. Mm. Yeah. I'm guessing that. The arms there are probably apocalypse missile launchers because there's also a picture of it with turbo lasers in that area. Oh, really? I, and I missed that. Mm. Yeah. In like on, on the a, book, uh, on the book cover. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you see that? Oh, Here, yeah. Okay. Of the book, it looks way better. So I'm trying to reserve judgment to some extent, but it really just doesn't match the rest of the design aesthetic of the Titans to me. It just has this very strange, it's, 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 it's weirdly, it's weirdly too tall and too short at the same time. It's just odd. It's, I I just like, I think it, to me, like, I think the, the Warbringer looks more janky than, than this thing does. Um, But I think the, the Warlord, the Warbringer looks janky, but good because it has the obvious, giant cannon on top yeah it's like yeah. oh yeah it's like yeah it's like, it looks like a design top down from that yeah yeah compared to something it's that's supposed to have the same kind of uh the same kind of like a presence and intimidation of a warlord but just kind of falls a bit short hmm hmm right. personally yeah personally i have a very different opinion on this um I mean, uh, I'm with John in terms of the base size. That looks really a bit silly. And especially, I mean, when you look at from a hobby perspective, so many people are telling a little story on the bases and and that just doesn't give enough room for for doing so. Um, But the whole thing, I think the, the head of the box art thingy that that head looks a bit weird, but when you look just at the size and the proportions and everything, that thing very much resembles one of these classic knights from Epic. Yeah, like the type of how this hunched thing and having having low arm weapons and this weird um, grill thingy in, in as a mouth mouthpiece. Um, I don't like this head too much. I think. Both of the other options that we've seen are much better. Um, you I have think the this head one. On the front of the book actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, the the book art is my favorite too. Um, that has this weird Optimus Prime vibe. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like 
it's very mad. But when you think about this Titan, and when you think about like how what what could be the origin of of a shape like this, it very much looks like like one of the flag towers that you had in World War II in in Europe, um, where you just had super heavily armored cylinders standing in the middle of nowhere shooting everything down that that that's coming close to it and i think that's the battlefield role of this titan at least that's what it looks like um it's just a tower and if it has to it can move but apart from that it will just stand in its place and just obliterate everything that that's that's coming in front of his guns and and from that perspective, I think it makes a lot of sense to have this hunched and condensed shape. So I, th- I think there's two things. Like, firstly, I think that the paint job that they've chosen, and it's not that the paint, I, I don't like to criticize GW paint jobs because it's not like the actual quality of the work isn't good, but it's that bright sort of cartoony thing. I think mm. that the way that they have highlighted the top panels on it with the red. I think it really just makes it look probably worse than it is because when I look on the cover of the book and I see the the version of it that has the sort of hazard stripes where the shoulder panels aren't really sticking out as much, they sort of blend with the rest of the model a little bit more. Mm. It looks less awkward to me. Um, but the other thing is that I'm finding that the more I look at the model, the less aggressively I hate it <laughs> each time. But the first time I saw this thing, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Is this is what you made? Like, so, yeah. I, I, the thing that I'm honestly the most surprised about, I, I would have bet good money that the next Titan that we were going to get was going to be something in between a Warhound and a Reaver. That, like, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's, that's being referenced more. Too. And, like, I would have never guessed that they were going to do something bigger. So, oh, what's interesting, too, is, like, this, this opens up the questions of, like, okay, like, I think it, I, Honestly, I looking at this, this to me looks like it is the it is whatever is between the Imperator and the Warlord. Right. I assume that a Imperator would probably be another third taller than this or whatever. But like it it, it is kind of interesting. Like I'm I'm interested to see the variants of it because I don't hate all the aspects of the design. I think what if they have a variation of this where the shoulders are a little bit more like the Warlord and a little less tall little less like up 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 top and like a little more like wide <clears throat> sort of like sweeping around the 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 sort of carapace i think i will like that design a lot more because once again like i don't hate the i really do like the way the legs look i think the legs are actually excellent i don't really hate the weapons or anything like that it's mainly the shoulders and the sort of like torso to head ratio that i'm not liking right. well i think you save judgment till you see it in the in the in the flesh i always find that yeah mine, that's true my judgment sometimes changes when i actually see it and that happened with the the warbringer for me so um yeah i i'm just i'm stoked to see something new you know that's that's awesome yeah. especially that it is a titan and as you were saying um you know that just shows that they're gonna support this more and i think getting a book like what they presented today is you know, a good sign for things in the future. Game, to be completely honest, it seems like it's kind of like printing money for them. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. It's definitely been a lot of nights, and the and the Titans have sort of been 
uh, you know, the, all the ones that we knew of, it's sort of been done and it was feeling like, okay, are we going to get like another in between? Like, I'm not necessarily pulled to a lot of these, like more niche Titans, I guess. Like I don't have a Warbringer yet. I will probably get one eventually, but it's not on the top of my list. I'm actually more concerned with getting another warlord um, in the meantime. But like, I do like, like you said, support is good. <clears throat> I am interested to see this thing on the table. And I think that it will be fun to like, try to bring one of these big, big things down. Like I do like the idea of having, you know, AJ, we have a game and I can, you know, when I'm running my triple warlord list to see how it pairs off against this giant fucking like super, t- super fucking Meg Magnus Titan. I, you know, I'm, I, I have, I feel like I'm going to get one of these things and it's going to be like, you with some models of like I think I feel like I'm gonna paint this thing in a weekend if uh, if the timing works out for me that I can actually sit down and paint it when I get it. Uh, yeah, I I as soon as I saw this this morning, I was just like, okay, this is good for AJ's soul here, hobby soul. It's getting the fires starting to burn again. Find it, so. find it fascinating how like divisive it is. Because it's like I, I when I saw it, I expected that everyone was gonna like be like, Oh, that looks dumb. Like I, I was stoked as soon as I got to hear what you guys said today. Like, so yeah, this is good. I'm glad that people have differing opinions. It's a good conversation. For sure. Well Wait. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it I think especially in Titanic is more so than than in other game systems. Um stuff is designed for a very distinct battlefield role so you have you have these super quick and jumpy uh warhounds you have the the reaver being more more of the the all-rounder um the the warlord to be like the heavy battle titan um and then you have the warbringer for artillery and so on and and i mean if you think about it fluff wise where it comes from having an an STC trying to figure out certain styles of warfare. Um, that, that does make sense somehow that, that it looks very, very different from the other things. I mean, if you, if you look at the three or the four existing Titan classes, they, they all for themselves That's look different. very distinct and very, yeah. very different. So they, of course they have common shapes and they all have two legs and so on. But from the fluff, we even know of Titans that have, three legs right so um right. yeah i love it i i love the diversity that that uh, that it brings and it's it's really a good thing to see these I guess the question yeah. is how long will we have to wait till it drops they they do say here in the article though that we uh that the um the traders will be getting their own book later in the year so that's uh release schedule before uh, before the christmas end of the year, 20 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Titanicus is definitely like I it's weird because I'm just I'm so excited about it, but I've been like just neglecting and I'm feeling good now because I actually have these two Warhounds like well on their way to being kind of updated. But like it's it's definitely like a game of like trying to keep up with this stuff and I'm trying to sort of pick and choose like what I want to focus on. And right now it's like, okay, I have three Titans that aren't even painted. I have a bunch of Knights that I need to paint as well. But yeah, I think for me, it's definitely going to be, I I need to get another warlord before I even start thinking about getting one of these things. Cause I definitely want to be able to run that triple warlord uh, list. That's the thing that calls to me the most. 
But the idea of you having this AJ makes me excited because then it gives it gives a heavy Titan for me to try to take down, which is fun, right? Yeah, I like the me, idea bro. of like the warlords. The warlords have been like the big 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 cojones for forever. It's going to be really fascinating to see like something that's even that's more powerful than them that they even have to like gang up on, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, well, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they'll give us another uh, little drop of a, a bit of a rules preview leading up to the release of this thing, and then be more to chat about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I think I'm gonna have to call it quits here. I'm uh, I'm getting signals that I need to go and take uh, shut her down here and take my dog out. So, uh, Bronco, awesome having you on, sir. Like anytime you want to come back on and talk about what you've been doing, we'd we'd love to have you. It's uh, it's been great chatting with you, and can't wait to see what comes out next. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, gents. Well, we'll kick it over to NPR AJ to close out the show. Talk to you later. <laughs> NPR AJ. Bye. NPR. Bye bye. And welcome to the close out of the show. So, big thanks to Bronco Fish for coming on and chatting with us about all the cool things that he's doing you should go and check out his instagram at bronco fish also at grimdark terrain if you're interested in what he's doing with all of his printing go and check him out on patreon uh hopefully we will have him back on and talk about all the cool new things that are coming out that he's doing so uh that's it for us big Shout outs to everyone. Hope you're all living your best COVID life and hugs and kisses. We are out of here. Peace out.